There are so many things as humans that we don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as otherworldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. I'm your host, Steffi, aka The Spirit Sis. I'm a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to take you on an exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the spirit loop. So here is the Psychic Scoop. Hello, hello. It is such a pleasure to welcome you back to Psychic Scoop with Spirit Sis. I'm your host, Steffi, psychic medium, intuition teacher, and a professional astrologer. Let's talk today about the awareness of our bodies. I posted something on Instagram that got a lot of reactions, and I figured I need to come to the pod to do a little deeper dive on it. I talked about how, as a psychic medium, it's been an interesting journey for me to experiment with substances, and honestly, how it lowers my frequency and vibration quite a bit. And I've seen a lot of things online, you know, like sober curious or the study of even microdosing mushrooms and how that helps people. Now, I think it's really different strokes for different folks, right? And I am in no way a medical professional, so I can't really talk on the effects of what doing a substance can do to your body. I can just talk about my experience. And then I also wanted to go into astrology a bit because there are parallels in your birth chart, your natal chart with your health in your body. And there's a little clue about how to treat certain areas of your body that may be more susceptible to illness or maybe just a little more sensitive in general. If you are a longtime listener of the pod, you know I'm pretty open about my mental health, especially my nervous system. I do run on the anxious side, and I have noticed at different points of my life that my manifestations of my mind can actually contribute to my physical health. And I do believe your body can hold on to trauma, if you don't acknowledge it or work through it. And that can show up in many, many different ways. And I think when you are a naturally spiritual person, or if you are on a spiritual journey, you become really aware of what goes wrong (laughs) very quickly. You're very uh, attuned to your environment, to people in your environment, how you feel in your interactions daily, but even how your body feels. So I think talking about having that deeper awareness and deeper connection to yourself, because we are in these human meat suits, right, for this incarnation. And there's a reason why our soul chose to have the heaviness of a body. And each of us have different ailments, or there are others that are lucky enough to have very good genetics and good health, and that's a part of their karma. For me, I've always just been a sick person. I say that with air quotes. I know you can't see me, but I remember even people in my family or some of my friends always saying like, why are you always sick? Or why are you always out from school? And I almost didn't even graduate high school because I had an H for health because I was out quite a bit. And I do realize now that it had to do with obviously a lot of abuse, emotional neglect growing up, but a lot of 
stuff that I just took on and didn't really process or my boundaries just being really, I guess, weak for a majority of my life up until I turned 30 and hit my Saturn return when everything changed. But I was always a sensitive soul. I take a melatonin and I wouldn't sleep for three days. (laughs) That's not an exaggeration. And even in high school and college experimenting with cannabis, I was never okay with that. I would just spiral out of control. And I always fell into a little bit of the peer pressure when, you know, a joint was being passed around and I felt, oh my gosh, like, am I like too scared to experiment with this in my lifetime, but it's more so I think I know my body. And now I understand that when I lower my frequency just a bit, and that can even be not getting enough sleep or eating crappy food or, you know, taking medication, that I am more susceptible to spirit energy and frequency of a lower vibration that I'm not really wanting to attract. And most of the time I've seen ghosts or more malefic or poltergeist type spirits. It's because I'm doing something in some way that is lowering the type of vibration that I'm putting out, therefore (laughs) attracting the lower vibration into me. And doesn't necessarily have to be spirits and entities as well. It could just be like bad days, opportunities, flat tires, (laughs) shitty people in general when you're out and about or shitty drivers. You know, it's like we're all we're all not going to have perfect days and perfect practices, right? There's going to be days where we run out the door without protecting ourselves or we eat crappy food. But I just wanted to talk about what things you can do to be more aware of your body. And if you are going to enjoy something like alcohol, for example, there is a way to ground yourself and also ground whatever it is that you are ingesting. And I also want to just preface this by saying this is my own personal experience. I think different bodies are more tolerant of certain types of drugs. And some people are meant to, like I said, karmically exploring those substances or, you know, if they're doing ayahuasca or plant medicine, things like that really do help people quite a bit. So I don't want to feel like I'm on a high horse saying like, I can't take anything because I'm gifted. No, no, no. It's more so (laughs) I am just a sensitive little baby. At times, and I've just noticed that I need a little more nurturing and care that I neglected for 30 plus years of my life. And now I'm kind of paying the consequences for that. And I did pay the consequences for that. And I want to be a healthy person and I want to identify as a healthy person. So if I'm going to, let's say, have a glass of wine with dinner or I'm out with a girlfriend and we're ordering cocktails or whatever. I'll do the intention in my head, if I'm in public, (laughs) of grounding myself to the chair that I'm sitting in. So if we're at a restaurant or a bar top, I'll just imagine that I have little roots coming down from my spine or going through my feet and really connecting me to the ground. I'll also imagine that the drink in front of me, if it's alcohol, also has little roots and has come from the earth, right? Because a lot of alcohol does. (laughs) Actually, all alcohol does, right? I think like vodka is from potatoes or something. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, So grounding that in some way. And then I also just take my hands and surround the drink with both hands. 
and imagine that I have white little glowing, um, I guess like orbs coming from my fingertips and I'll ground the drink. And before I take a sip, I'll say in my head like a little affirmation prayer or just talking to the alcohol and saying, you know, thank you for letting me enjoy this time. And please, you know, when you enter my body, know that it's a sacred place and um, please go through my liver and my kidneys and make sure that I am also hydrated. Whatever. And a variation of that, you can make it. It, it probably Yours were probably more profound than what I just said, because when I say it, it's very much in the moment. But I think just having the intention of doing that, especially if you're having more than one alcoholic drink, can actually help uh, your body, I guess, prepare for it a little more. Also, just make sure you're hydrating. You know, the trend and TikTok, especially a lot of more sober, curious people out there. And if alcohol or drugs do not make you feel good, just explore that relationship. Because personally, I don't want anything else to make me feel more anxious than I already feel. So Anyway, that is just kind of a little bit of my two cents on that topic. Now let's move into the astrology bit and how you can gain more awareness of your body when it comes to the stars. There are two major things I want you to pay attention to in your birth chart when it comes to your health. The first one is going to be your sixth house. That tells me a lot about your health routines and your overall hygiene and how you take care of your body. The second thing I want you to look at is your Mars and what sign your Mars is in. Mars rules the physical body. So wherever the Mars is in your chart, whatever sign it's in, will tell me what area of your body needs a little more TLC. Now, obviously for this, you might want to have your birth chart pulled up. So pause this and um, refer to your chart when you can. I'm mostly going to be talking about your Mars placement. And I've been experimenting with this in natal chart readings for at least over two years now, talking about the Mars position. And it's crazy how scarily accurate it is with every single client, where their Mars position is, how it's aspected, and how it relates to their health. And just very minor tweaks to help them or at least have the awareness of where their body needs a little more assistance in that area. Now, if you have planets in your sixth house, that's also going to tell me about your health. For example, if you have Mercury or Uranus in the sixth house, that's going to tell me you run a little more on the nervous side, anxious. That also does resonate too if you have Uranus or Mercury in the 12th house as well, just FYI, um, mental health stuff. But um, if you have Saturn in the sixth house, that'll tell me you need to be a little more disciplined with your structure and your health. If you have sun in the sixth house, it means you're overall pretty healthy. If you have the moon in the sixth house, it means you need to work on your emotional health and your mental health. So there's a few little clues there. But let's go through Mars and what you can expect in your body, your body parts, (laughs) and things to be mindful of. Also, if you have two or more planets in a sign, you should definitely listen to that specific zodiac sign when I go through, you know, all of them, 
like for example, I have a double cancer. It's my, I'm a cancer sun and cancer rising. And I relate to the Mars and cancer quite a bit because I also have that energy in my chart. So again, there's a lot of nuances here. Everyone has a different flair in their chart and it all depends on their aspects, their sixth house, their Mars, other placements. So just listen along and uh, hopefully you can pick up something uh, for you, for a friend, for a family member and heal in some kind of way. I want to talk to you briefly about something I'm really passionate about, which is awakening your intuition. And that's why I created a seven-day online course that reconnects you back to your highest self. And all of the information in it is channeled directly from spirit. The best thing about it is you can do the course on your own time and your own schedule. It's seven days of in-depth intuition lessons. You find out what kind of psychic you are. You break through subconscious obstacles and clear away what doesn't serve you. There's a really powerful third eye act Activation that will wake up your channeling. And this course is truly for anyone who is ready to up-level, enlighten, and commit to their life. When your intuition is strong, you make amazing everyday decisions that really help you get aligned back to your purpose, back to your soul. If you want to hear more about it, head over to my website, spiritsis.com courses. You can read student testimonials and also take a really fun how intuitive are you quiz. It's time to see the magic in your own life. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So let's start with, let's just go through them in order. Since we are talking about Mars, I don't want Mars to get mad at me if I don't do Aries first. So if your Mars is in Aries, you're very lucky (laughs) because Mars is home in Aries and that's where it prefers to be. So people who have Mars in Aries have overall pretty good health. They have a lot of enthusiasm and energy in their bodies. Now, the only thing that can happen with a Mars and Aries is because they tend to really go after things they want, they can overexert themselves and they can be prone to injury or accident uh, just based off of overexertion. Like I've seen a lot of people who have Mars and Aries have like hernias from either like <laughs> lifting too many weights or ignoring their body to tell them to slow down. Also, Aries does rule uh, the head, and a lot of people who have Mars and Aries could have migraines or headaches. Um, They could also have just kind of interesting eyesight issues or pressure behind the eyes. Uh, And in general, Aries can also lead to blood pressure and having high blood pressure. And sometimes, you know, Mars and Aries also um, is prone to like hot skin, (laughs) like overheating, right? Uh, Because it's fire. So they could have like skin rashes or just again, like hot skin or sweating. If your Mars is in Taurus, again, you are a pretty healthy individual. Uh, Mars and Taurus, the systems run pretty flawlessly a lot of the times. Now, what I can say, though, is Mars and Taurus tend to overindulge sometimes on like food and drink, but it regulates pretty quickly. 
And if your Mars is in Taurus, something to always pay attention to is your throat because Taurus rules the throat and also the collarbone neck area. So that also includes lymph nodes, um, congestions and colds. So, you know, a lot of times if a Mars and Taurus is feeling run down or they're overworked, their lymph nodes will get swollen or they'll get a sore throat right away. And sometimes that could also lead to just losing your voice, laryngitis, strep throat, things of that nature. So if your Mars is in Taurus, just pay attention to the throat, neck area. Also, if your Mars is in Taurus, you probably have a beautiful singing voice or you have a really intelligent and beautiful way of using your voice. Mars in Gemini. So this rules quite a bit of things, actually. But since Gemini is the twins, it, it does rule your limbs, like your hands specifically and your arms, your wrists. So uh, Mars and Gemini could have issues with like arthritis in their hands, cold hands, or they can have like very fickle wrists <laughs> or use their hands a lot in their job. Uh, now, Mars and Gemini also rules the lungs. So this could be bouts of pneumonia as a kid or potentially asthma or things like that. The biggest thing I think with Mars and Gemini, as I did talk about Mercury being in the sixth house, um, you know, Gemini is Mercury based. So a lot of Mars and Gemini people tend to be over irritable and they can really exercise regulating their nervous system because stress and anxiety can lay on a Mars and Gemini person really easily and they can get distracted and need to slow down quite a bit and not overdo things because they tend to run more on the anxious side. So it's really important for a Mars and Gemini person to focus on their nervous system and I always recommend speech exercises, breath work, or even writing or journaling, because all of those things are related to Gemini if it's through uh, their wrists, right? Hands, journaling, or their breath work, their lungs. And speech is related to the stimulation of Mercury. Now let's move on to Mars in Cancer. So if you have your Mars in Cancer, you are a little sensitive soul <laughs> and probably need to work on your boundaries. I already know. But for the most part, Mars in Cancer is at a fall position and a lot of people and a lot of clients I've seen who have Mars and Cancer tend to have weaker, I would say, immune systems, but also weaker digestion and stomach because Cancer rules digestion, Cancer also rules chest and breast, and also rules the womb. So I see a lot of times with Mars and Cancer, they take on emotional stress really easily and it will manifest in a physical way with upset stomach or... I could say like constipation, holding on to emotional weight or just having, I don't know, purging issues, you know, like trying to like get rid of that by either vomiting, throwing up or just having like food poisoning quite a bit. Um, now Mars and Cancer too, always taking care of their womb. So heating pads are really good for people who have Mars and Cancer highly recommend just putting hot heat or sitting in Epsom salt baths for anyone that has any digestion issues and also having more intentional work with what you are taking in or letting in 
your emotional field because like I said, you do take on the weight of other people quite a bit. So Mars and Cancer, you karmically chose to have a little bit more of a challenging go with health. And if you have an actual amazing immune system, it probably means your gut is really strong, which is great. So always work on that gut health and gut um, health plus the mind connection if your Mars is in Cancer. Mars in Leo. So Mars in Leo, again, pretty, pretty good health um, with all of the Mars and fire signs pretty well suited in the chart. Uh, Leo rules upper back, forearms, the spine, and the heart. So people who have Mars and Leo tend to have just like back pains. And again, the spine issues uh, that can happen with posture. And then even sometimes it can go as deep as the bones. Um, But I've also noticed people who have Mars and Leo just have to be careful of their cardiovascular health. So making sure they're getting cardio in, of course. Again, I'm not a doctor, (laughs) so I can't recommend anything. Um, But a lot of people of Mars and Leos also just have a lot of heartburn, like they have a lot of acidity that just kind of sits in their esophagus. And so working through that and just really doing like, heart opening exercises to help that chakra is good. And also stretching your lower back, yoga, Pilates, all of that is good for a Mars in Leo. Mars in Virgo. So this rules the sixth house, Virgo does, health and hygiene. So if your Mars is in Virgo, I would probably suggest having a more regular and routine screening of your health, if that means just getting a physical a year Or it means, you know, having a schedule where you are getting in your movement or your workouts or your supplements. Mars and Virgo is supposed to be a little more regimented with these things. Now, Virgo also rules the lower digestion. And I've seen a lot of people who have Mars and Virgo, if they, again, overwork or they are off schedule, or they even travel for a day, they instantly get IBS issues, (laughs) because it can rule some parts of uh, the bowels. I'll see Mars and Virgo people have a lot of gas pains or stomach upsets again, colitis, those type of things can happen with Mars and Virgo, and finding a way to get back to the normalcy of the rhythm of your body. So Mars and Virgo, there is a karmic connection to being really aware of how your body feels and what doesn't feel good. So if you were to travel and know, oh my gosh, I always get constipated when I travel, Mars and Virgos would maybe pack some probiotics or, you know, some magnesium (laughs) or something so they're able to get the body flowing again. So just an example of a Mars and Virgo person. But again, for the most part, pretty healthy healthy placement of Mars. Mars in Libra. So this is an interesting placement and I've seen it play out in a few different ways, but Mars in Libra does rule the lower, lower back and, um, you know, like parts of the bottom of the spine. And it also rules the kidneys. So I'll see people who have Mars in Libra actually have like constant, I'd say UTI infections or kidney infections. This also goes, by the way, for if you have like a lot of Libra in your chart, like this could also mean um, Libra stellium or something like that. You could lean more towards that. So it's taking care of that infiltration of like your kidneys and how to, how to detox your body and how to detox like all of the, basically the endocrine system. 
and just making sure to stretch out your lower back. And uh, I've recommended this to some clients who have this placement. Actually doing core work and like strengthening your stomach is helpful for your lower back. Strengthen that whole area will help. Mars in Scorpio. So this does deal with the reproduction system and those organs involved. In women, clients who have this, I've seen a lot of ovarian cysts and fibroids and sometimes uh, just issues with their ovaries or uterus, etc. Um, in male clients, I've seen prostate issues or um, like specific STIs can also manifest, uh, but it does also rule a lot of like deep bowel, but especially uh rectal area and you know again mars and scorpio this is a water sign so it uh really does have to do with deep repressed emotions if you are hiding things or trying to not take care of your mental health then definitely this stuff can develop and also uh, a lot of Mars and Scorpio sometimes have trouble with sleep. So it could be like disrupted sleep or a little bit of insomnia and also sweating. I know I said that for another one, but this one is also true for Mars and Scorpio, like excessive sweating or problems with their sweat glands. But for the most part, Mars and Scorpio is the strongest of the uh, water signs in Mars, <laughs> which is great. Mars and Sagittarius. So Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, which is all about expansion and growth. And Jupiter is the biggest planet. So Jupiter rules the biggest internal organ, which is the liver. So Mars and Sagittarius people do need to be careful of their, um, I would say, relationship to alcohol because the liver is very closely connected to that. Sag also rules the hips and the upper thighs. I know that is so random, but it's true. I see a lot of Mars and Sag have uh, like hip mobility issues or hip replacements later in life. But for the most part, they are really healthy, especially when they are younger and um, they don't really have a lot of like health issues later in life besides like just a little bit of the, the tightness there and they have to take care of their liver. Sometimes there is a little bit of gout issues or sciatica that will happen. Uh, and also because Sagittarius is about expansion, people with this placement uh, can be prone to either being overweight or easily can gain weight later in life. Mars in Capricorn, if you have this placement, you're pretty lucky because it is exalted here. So overall, you should have pretty good health. Now, what I will say is Capricorn rules the bones and the knees and the joints. I see a lot of people who have Mars and Capricorn, um, you know, have like very achy joints at times. Uh, they can be really stiff. Uh, my boyfriend has Mars and Capricorn and he has really dense bones. I know that sounds crazy, but like he cannot float in the water. <laughs> I'm like, astrology is real. Uh, they usually also have really nice teeth and they need to make sure to take care of their teeth, Mars and Capricorn. Uh, also, they tend to have some skin issues. Uh, sometimes it could be 
manifested in like melasma or it can be acne or they just have dry skin or maybe they have dermatitis. Things like that can happen. But for the most part, they just have to take care of their knees and mobility issues. So just stretching and again, doing things like physical therapy if they're feeling a little more stiff. Mars in Aquarius. So this rules the ankles, believe it or not, uh, which is so funny. I love this. Uh, But also since Aquarius is ruled by Uranus, there's a little bit of unpredictability with this placement. Sometimes uh, people can be a little more clumsy with this and they can fall or trip and maybe like twist an ankle or have uh, inflammation or swelling in their ankles. Uh, But also Mars in Aquarius does rule the circulatory system and they have to be careful about their arteries. This could be like spider veins uh, or, you know, deep thrombosis in their like calves. uh, And also they can have lower blood pressure or anemia issues cruising right along last certainly not least is mars in pisces i speak from experience because this is my placement and it has been a rough road (laughs) but no listen mars in pisces it's not the the best place for mars to be but it's not the worst i'll just say that mars in pisces um does hold a lot more inflammation in the body because it is a water sign and again if you're not deeply healing or working towards your spiritual journey because pisces is a very spiritual placement no matter what planet you have it in uh you will definitely pay the price Uh, Pisces, Mars, they tend to have a lot of sinus issues and colds um, because Pisces, uh, this placement does rule like the mucous membranes. Again, it could just be a little more prone to holding water weight and retention and honestly inflammation of the whole body. But Mars and Pisces also does rule the feet. So always take care of your feet. Uh, you know, this could also be maybe getting like bunions or corn, corn, <laughs> corns, <laughs> big lump with knobs. Okay. If you know, you know, uh, and also plantar fasciitis, which is actually something I have in my feet and I have Mars Pisces, uh, just like tendons in the feet can get really stiff. So again, getting like a lacrosse ball or a tennis ball, working that out and taking care of your emotional health. Very important. Beautiful. That was fun. I hope you got a little information or maybe you heard something you needed to hear today. Again, I think it's just so important to be mindful of how your body feels. And even if society or doctors or research tells you one thing and you feel in your bones and your gut a different thing, I would say listen to your own body and your own responses to whatever it is you're ingesting. I will say that I have been way more mindful and paying closer attention to what I am consuming. And that goes for what I'm ingesting in my body with food and nourishment, but also what I'm consuming in media, especially podcasts and information uh, because you want to make sure you are attracting the right frequencies. I actually intuitively got rid of Netflix earlier this summer 
And I follow a spiritual teacher, Gala Darling, who I highly recommend. Um, She was talking about how Netflix energy is just super dark, serial killer and stalker stuff. And honestly, yeah, and it is spooky season. So trust me, I'm into it too. But I always try to balance if I'm going to watch something like super scary or I'm going to watch a serial killer or something, I always try to balance it with like, watching a Disney movie after or (laughs) putting on, you know, my favorite song and dancing around and getting out, you know, positive energy. Uh, So yes, I think that's it for today. I appreciate you and your listenership. If you like the show, I always recommend please giving me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I just thank you for your support in general. I love meeting you. I love talking to you in the DMs. And I love when you get birth chart readings from me or you become an intuition or a birth chart student. I just feel like this community keeps growing and I just, I'm beyond grateful. My heart is so happy. So thanks for being here. And I will continue to put out content when spirit guides me to do so. Love you so much and take care of yourself. Bye-bye now.